Snooker, the peanuts are we, me and him and them and me. We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pot the red, then screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Snooker, loopy, nuts are we. We're all snooker, loopy, bum, 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 bum. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Snooker Loopy podcast. I'm here with my very, very good friend. He's the Sheriff of Pottingham, Joe Haddard. <laughs> Yes, uh, hello everybody. Thank you for the very kind introduction again, comparing me to Anthony Hamilton. That's uh, an an honour. He's uh, he's a very heavy scorer, Anthony Hamilton, isn't he? he I, whenever I've watched him play, he's, he always seems to get multiple century breaks. Maybe you're his lucky charm. <laughs> How are you doing, Tom? I am very well. I've been... I've been coping with the lack of snooker okay. Have, have you got any coping mechanisms for putting up with this, this lull we find ourselves in? Uh, well, uh, luckily there's there's other stuff to watch, I think. Um, other one sports? Thing. What? Other sports. Um, I, I've actually been playing quite a bit of snooker as well recently. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm going after this podcast, actually. So there you go. Maybe you'll inspire me, Tom, to... Go and get a century break today. Have you ever made a century? No. Oh, I mean, that feeling there when you make one for the first time is going to be beautiful. I, I like your optimism that it's a when I make it. <laughs> well, it will be. Surely if you try and keep and keep doing it, you'll, you'll get there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> as long as you don't break down on 99, that'd be heartbreaking. Well, yeah. No, well, Shane Warne, um, obviously not a snooker player, but uh, was famous for never having a, a century with the bat, and he got into the nineties many, many times. Never quite got to the hundred. So, oh, that's heartbreaking, isn't it? Surely you'd let him once he was so close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess it's a bit like making a goal line save. You take mm. real joy from spoiling their day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I suppose in snooker you've only got yourself to blame, and that's what. Uh... That's true. Yeah, there's no, there's no one diving on to stop you from getting the last ball. Yeah, unless it was a, a protester with a mysterious orange bag. <laughs> yes, unless it, that's the only case. They did stop Rob Milkins from getting a one four seven. He could, yeah. te- he could argue technically. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred and one. Yes, it's just a thing of beauty. It's poetry in motion. It's another challenge. Last year, we picked teams for Q School, and we we were remarkably successful. I think sometimes by accident. Most of the time by accident, I would argue. <laughs> but uh, I think we're going to give it another crack this year, aren't we? I'm not sure we'll uh, do quite as well. I think it was a. I think last year was quite weird in that there was a lot of established pros mm-hmm. that were no longer pro trying to get back onto the the circuit. I'm I'm not sure it's quite as heavy a field this time, but that uh, that's maybe my controversial view of the episode. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we should talk about Q School in general maybe before mm. we we do. Our oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if people don't know what Q School is, basically after the end of the season, some players fall off tour, they lose their professional tour card. Mm. And one of the ways they can get their tour card back is by entering this tournament, Q School. And the really interesting thing about Q School for me, Joe, is the fact that anyone can enter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, I could enter, you could enter... Anyone listening, if you're listening to the podcast, you could enter Q School and have a chance of becoming a professional snooker player. Yeah. Which I don't know any other sport where it's um, so, it feels so accessible to turn pro. Mm. Mm. Well, I think darts has a Q School as well. Or has, do you reckon anyone's ever entered both? Well, Sean Murphy probably could when he drops off the snooker tour. Because Sean Murphy, if you don't know... Uh, people at home uh, is the person that claims he is the only exist existing person thing being that has achieved a hole <laughs> in one. Well, because you know, I, 
I don't want to just say humans because it could potentially uh, reach out to, to other species as well. There could be a, a very talented dragon out there. You're implying? Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh, so, so he's uh, got a hole in one. He's got uh, a one four seven and a nine data. So he thinks he's the only person that's ever done that. I mean, you've done that on video games. Oh, that's a good point. That is a very good point. I should challenge him to a duel. <laughs> you might be the only person who's done that on video games. That's a good point. And I've had a 155 on uh, Snooker 19 Ooh. as well. I'm not sure Sean Murphy can say he's had a 155. I've got a few bits of information about some people who previously entered Q School. Because obviously anyone can enter, which does mean you know there's no barrier to age or to experience or to talent. The one for this person, I'm saying it because of age. He, he used to be a pro, so he's clearly got the talent. But there's a man called Desi Sheehan, who's an Irish player, who in 2019... He entered Q school at the age of 69. Wow. Wow. That's past retirement age, and he's trying to yes. get... He's trying yeah. to turn pro again. Well, I think Tony Knowles has given him a run for his money, because Tony Knowles is 67 this year, and he's uh, he's in Q school, so... Oh, and two other names I've noted down. Simon Bevs, who I picked last year before realising he's a man who I believe has entered Q school a number of times and he's got a record of something like 30 games played 30 losses oh well you've got to pick him again surely well it's either him or a player called heather claire who i noted as one of two female players in the draw mm. the other female players very talented young player who reached the, the the women's world championship final who probably has a shot at getting on tour in the future at some point but Heather Clare has entered Q School again a number of times without winning a single frame. Oh. It's something like 40 nil in terms of frames played. Oh. Wow. So I want those two to draw each other. Why would why would they not do well, that? Well, yeah, yeah. Give one of them a chance. Yeah. <laughs> but other names people might recognise, you know, you, you mentioned Tony Knowles. He's going to be trying to get back on tour for the first time in decades yep and uh dean reynolds who uh i had in a team last year he used to play in the 1980s but he's uh 60 years old so you know uh a a guy called daniel walker is he any relation to rob walker i think it's going to be rob walker just with a different name tag (laughs) and and have a listen to this tom before we came on uh the podcast i said this this cannot be a real person right somebody called ronnie sullivan ronnie sullivan again is that just ronnie o'sullivan wearing a fake mustache uh, well, yeah, it could well be. It could well be. You also picked out before the podcast Paul Burrell. Paul Burrell, yes. Uh, yeah, so fresh from his stint on uh, I'm a Celebrity South Africa, he's uh, <laughs> he's ready and raring to go and give uh, give it his all to get back on the... Oh, well, not even back on the snooker tour, but just on the tour. He'll be happy with. Yeah, I'd like to see it happen. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a guy called Jason Tart in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want Jason. He's if, he, if he's not in your team, Joe, he's in my team. <laughs> Jason Tart. Uh, I'm looking forward to Dennis. Talking about him. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we've got the likes of Gerard Green in there. Uh, S- Stephen Holworth as well. The oh. Lincolnshire Sausage, our our podcast mascot. Um, mascot are we going to dress him up in a big like snooker ball no a big sausage (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rory McLeod trying to get back on there Robin Hull I've not seen his name for a little while so interesting to see him back in there Peter Lines of course um, looking to get back on tour and uh, keep that father son thing going well, there's also Luke pinches, Joe. Luke and Barry. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, of course, Michael Holt as well. 
will be will be probably one of the favourites again. Louis Heathcote, Liam Davis. There's lots of, lots of players that have made a, a name for themselves over the last few years. Um, so maybe I was a little bit harsh before saying that there wasn't as many established players in there. But um, I'm certainly looking forward to seeing who gets on the, the tour. There's always a few names that uh, we've seen before that qualify. Sometimes it's exclusively that. I've not seen this name before, Joe, and it's just making me very happy. There is a 50-year-old man who used to be a pro called Andy Neck. Andy Neck? The great <laughs> Andy Neck. Yeah, I want to see his uh, cue tracker. <laughs> Let's have a little look. That sounds like the weirdest chat-up line. Oh, I want to see your cue tracker, mate. 94-95. Oh, he was a professional that season, I think. He played in the 1995 World Championship, lost in qualifying to uh, Daryl Peach. <laughs> I like Daryl Peach as a name, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's also Darren McVicker. McVicker? McVicker. Yeah. He'll be praying that he gets a good draw. Hey! <laughs> oh, that's, that's Joe taking the oh, rest of the right. podcast off. And this one, right, uh, the Indian sensation, Darminda Lily. <laughs> <laughs> is, he the, is he the brother of David? <laughs> well, he could well be. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. And also, that this has got to be a joke name. Edwin de Porter. <laughs> From Belgium. That's not a real person, is it? No. He's just going to be some horribly racist guy that is uh, going around trying to oust people. <laughs> You've created a, uh, a snooker sitcom in your head there, haven't you, John? Yeah, uh, and you know what? It's it's going to be just like Jensen Kendrick last year. Uh, this guy's going to end up qualifying for the tour and I'll have to, to eat me words. But... I mean, that's the thing, Joe. If we say enough names, some of them will. <laughs> or none of them will, and the people that are left will have to be the ones that qualify. <laughs> well, yeah, so I think, is it eight players will qualify through Q School? Is that yes. Correct? Yeah, I think we should both pick eight players. And I think I'm going to give you the pleasure of, of taking the first pick this time, Tom. I've got my spreadsheet ready. Oh, well, I, I mean, it has to be the Lincolnshire sausage, Stephen Holworth. Oh, that's a good choice. It's a good choice, Holworth. Uh, yeah, I think that, that could be a, a pretty strong selection, if I'm honest with you. Ooh, who am I going to go? Well, I have to really go for Ronnie Sullivan, don't I? Come on, Ronnie! <laughs> Imagine that match. Ronnie O'Sullivan plays Ronnie Sullivan. <laughs> It would be amazing because the, the pundits would be having a field day that like Rob Walker would be thinking, going, this is amazing. And, and, you know, Hazel would be going, oh, this is exciting. They'd all be really pumped. But Ronnie O'Sullivan just wouldn't give a damn, would he, at all? Uh, yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go for... Oh, for my, get... I, oh. Well, we'll go for the ABBA format. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for... Dean Reynolds. He's going to not let me down this year. Well, you should remember, Joe, that the winner takes it all. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the ABBA reference, Tom. <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to go for Andy Neck. <laughs> <laughs> we could have the possibility that none of our players qualify. Why have I chosen Andy Neck? It's too early <laughs> to make joke predictions, Tom, but I've done it. Yeah, you get a second pick now. Another chance. I'm going to go, just because I've not seen his name around, and I always thought he was a decent player, so I'm going to go for Robin Hull. Oh, he was going to be my next pick. Oh. Robin Hull. So your team so far, Stephen Hull with Andy Neck and Robin Hull. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to start picking some serious picks. I'm worried now. Well, I think I'm going to have to go for Michael Holt. Surely he's got to get back on tour this year. Oh. The temptation to go for Davinda Lily is almost unmanageable. Do it, do it, Joe. Uh, Eden Sharav, I'm going to go for. Oh, I'm, I mean, 
I'm going to go for a player I'm very surprised to see dropped off the tour. That's Alexander Ersenbacher. Yes, that's a good one. You've got four more picks. Okay, I'm going to go Liam Davis. Oh, good one. Uh, I'm going to go Higginson, Andrew Higginson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go for Bayou Lou. Oh, I was going to I was going to go for Bay next. I was going to go for her, yeah. She did look very very good in the uh, the Women's World Championship. Played very well. Yeah. And recently won the Women's British Open actually as well. Oh, okay. So How many more picks have I got? Uh 3. You've got two of them now. Jason Tart. <laughs> Jason Tart, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he gets on, I'll consider that a win because it's such a good name. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go Craig Stedman. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, I'm tempted. So these are my last two picks now. I am tempted... To go for Peter Lines. Oh, he's made it through Q School before, mm. I believe. Mm. Probably a couple of times. Yeah, and I think my last pick, I'm going to go for Vladislav Gradinari, who, of course, we ridiculed before the shootout. <laughs> and uh, he actually ended up winning a match. Mm-hmm. So it's your last pick now, Tom. Oh, no. I mean, you've got to go for Tom Maxfield. That's uh, the closest you're going to get to your name being on tour. So. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's so tempting. But I do also want. <laughs> I also want to try and win. So. <laughs> Is there a? <laughs> Surely you've got to go Aristos Pampuris. <laughs> There's also someone called Pommy Kang. <laughs> Richard Pipe. <laughs> or uh, uh, otherwise known as Dick Pipe. <laughs> no one can be called that. Rob Walker would have a field day at the Crucible with that. Here comes Dick Pipe. Let's hope he doesn't shaft anybody else. <laughs> okay, my my final choice will be Sorry, what was that, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) Well, can't you see him? He's on this list called... (laughs) You've got to go Paul Borrell, surely. No, I refuse. I I, I don't like his his royal connections. Oh, (laughs) yes. I think that gives him him an unfair advantage. Well, he, he he is wearing on his waistcoat, scrap the monarchy. <laughs> if he was, I would definitely pick him straight away. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for Tam Mustafa. I knew you... I was literally looking at his name there. <laughs> so much for wanting to win. Right. <laughs> Don't you criticise Tam Mustafa, Joe. The 45-year-old. <laughs> right, so do you want to take us through our teams, Joe? Yeah, so to recap to Tom's team, we've got the Lincolnshire Sausage himself, Stephen Hallworth. We've then got arguably the greatest player of all time, Andy Neck. <laughs> we've then got uh, the Finnish sensation, Robin Hull, not mm-hmm. from Hull. Uh <laughs> And then we've got the Federer of the Bears, Alexander Erzenbacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the Welsh potting machine, Liam Davis. We've then got uh, the man that likes a night out, Jason Tart. <laughs> and then uh, Steady Craig Stedman. And uh, the Lion King himself, <laughs> Tam Mustafa. <laughs> Lion See, Rob Walker, move over. That yeah. there. <laughs> and You've just uh, cost him his job there, Joe. My 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 team are the uh, the Rocket Ronnie Sullivan, 
We've then got the stunker manager, Dean Reynolds. <laughs> the hitman silent assassin, Michael Holt. Then we've got uh, the Scottish man turned Israeli, Aidan Sharav. Uh, not John, Andrew Higginson. <laughs> and then we've got uh, the, the the probably the next biggest women's snooker player, Bayou Lou. Uh, and then uh, the guy that's good at... Using all aminades, Peter Lines, and uh, the shootout sensation, Gradinari. Oh, I mean, I think Joe's got the better team on paper, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I've got some definite history of not getting through Q School in there. Uh, at least, you you know, you've got a, a few in there that have done it a few times. So I think I think you're you're in a good place. I think it's quite equal, actually. And we'll uh, run a similar system to what we did last time with the shootout, and we'll we'll make it exciting by putting some points on how many matches they win and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, for, <laughs> for I am tempted to go for frames one, um, considering Tom has got some people that have never won a frame, but <laughs> <laughs> but we will see, we will see. But that will be good. Let us know your teams down in the comment section. We are getting quite the cult following of um, weirdos that like watching us. I think um, <laughs> like listening to us. But we we really do appreciate the the support on it. I I don't know if you want to mention it, Tom, but um, I I had a good read through the comment section a, a few days ago when. Lots of people being and uh, very nice, or saying very nice things about the the podcast, and uh, it it does make it all worthwhile doing. Because we'd probably be having these chats anyway, but it's, it's nice that people like listening to it. Yeah, well, we got we got a load of lovely comments on the last one, including uh, Neville Townsend, who said, "What a criminally underrated podcast on channel." Thank you very much, Neville. And he said he sung Snooker Loopy last week at his local karaoke bar. <laughs> well, yes. There you I go. am hoping he uploads it so he can be a future cue the music, to be honest. Yes, well, I'm uh, checking out his channel. Um, and I, I, I can't see anything recently uploaded, but let us know, Neville. Uh, if you do upload it, send us a link and we will we will review it. We will be completely fair and we will have to rate it as we do every other <laughs> snooker song and you know how harsh we are on these snooker songs so oh just just had a flashback to giving dominic Dale an eight <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of dominic dale tom i think a future cue the laughter and uh, it will be in many many years because it wouldn't work now because the whole point of cue the laughter is to unearth things that have been lost over time but mm. um, Dominic Dale has a new series on the World Snooker Channel. Yes, you sent me a link to this. Yes, um, it, it's like behind the cute man behind the queue or something like that. I, I can't, can't remember what it was, but it sounded like they were trying to get our steal our thunder. Uh, all about Q. There you go. All about Q. It sounds like a segment that should be on our show. Maybe should we just rip it off? I mean, all about Q could be our, our comments. All about Q, the viewers. There you go. We had some more nice comments from the, the viewers, as you say. Snooker Mentalist said, Cheers, lads. I've just spent the last two hours trying to think of food nicknames. That is two hours very well spent, mate. That's yes. two hours. And he came up with Jordan Hash Brown. That's a good one. Tepchaya Sag Alu Anu. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm not sure that's quite in the league of Jordan Hash Brown, but uh, I, I t- top marks for effort. Well, what about the the final one? Is <laughs> Sanderson shoulder of lamb? <laughs> shoulder of lamb, oh, love it, love it. Yeah, it could have been Sanderson lamb chops. <laughs> And look at the chops on that. Oh, I sense a Wikipedia edit might be forthcoming. Mm, well. When Alok gave us Lee Pei Fan as fan of pies. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Lewis said, 
JV can live at the Crucible, just throw a towel over him at the end of his stint and he'll go to sleep until he's needed again. Oh, sounds quite sad, really. <laughs> I like the idea of him refusing to move out, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just living in the commentary box. They can't move the commentary box because he's just in there. Just, where's JV going? He just throws a towel over his head and hides. Right, Joe. Yes. Should we cue the laughter? Yes, let's cue the laughter. And for once, it's me that's brought something along, Thomas. Uh, Thomas. Oh dear, we're getting all formal here. There we are. That was that was a bit terrifying. It felt like I was talking <laughs> to my grandpa all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, Thomas. Uh, and I wanted to unearth something that I'm not entirely sure you you will have come across. Maybe you will have. But have you ever played Ultimate Team FIFA wise? Yes, I've I've played FIFA Ultimate Team. You yeah. have played FIFA Ultimate Team. So a, a few years ago, uh, there was this very weird thing that came out called Ultimate Snooker Cards. And what these Ultimate Snooker Cards were, I I want to say they they are of the same ilk as FIFA Ultimate Team. You, they they look like the the cards that you 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 get in packs. Um, but they're all snooker players. And um, I remember it was a bit of a Twitter sensation. And there was one for Ronnie, one for Jimmy White, Rian Evans. And uh, to go along with this story, Tom, I actually entered one of the competitions to win one of these cards. <gasps> and uh, I am the proud owner of a <gasps> signed Rian Evans Oh, look at that. Amazing. Uh, ultimate snooker card. So the the reason I thought these were particularly weird is because they're almost instantly out of date because, <laughs> for example, Ronnie's his six-time world champion. So yep. that's now out of date. Um, but it's got, underneath uh, Rianne's name, it's got Beyonce Run the World. I'm assuming that's a walk-on music. I'm not entirely sure why it's there otherwise. <laughs> Hometown Dudley, highest break 140, date of birth 25th of the 10th, 1985, ranking events 57 wins, triple crown events 31 wins, and highest ranking number one. Now, that could be quite misleading for uh, (laughs) new fans of Snooker, thinking that she is almost twice the player Ronnie O'Sullivan is hey, by his is, stats. It, it, it says it on the, it, on the Well, cards. exactly. So, yeah, this was Ultimate Snooker Cards is what these were called. And and there oh. were about 10 made, I think. And you can still get them. There is a website. I've sent you a, a link to this, Tom. Yeah, I've, I've opened it. I mean, Joe, because you're, a, <clears throat> you're, a, you're a, a bit of a collector, right? Yes. So how tempted have you been to snap all of these up? Uh, not very. <laughs> I mean, they are 23 quid each. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, I entered, I think it was possibly a bit of a rigged competition because I feel like I won it very quickly. Maybe they seen who I was. And I, I don't mean that in a... In a wow, this is... Do, this you, is know, ju- do you know who I am, Way I, I mean it in... The, these came out in 2020. Obviously, that was in within the first year of Snooker 19's launch. And um, it was around the time of the Virtual World Snooker Championship. It all seemed a bit coincidental to me. I never win anything. But I suppose you've got to be in it to win it. But yes, I, I have a, a signed Rian Evans card. Uh, I think they're a nice idea. <laughs> I'm just not not sure how it's ultimate. It's clearly trying to rip off FIFA Ultimate Team. Hmm. But then it's got no like stats at the bottom. I think it would be cooler if, uh, if perhaps it like the snooker heads, it had the the potting stats out of one four seven, and you know the, these these things. I, I think personally, but uh, clearly they were so successful because the the same ten uh, are still available uh, that were at the start. But you can get one of the following ten players. So you can get one of Ronnie, uh, Rian Evans, Jimmy White, Dennis Taylor, Cliff Thorburn. 
Mark Williams, Stuart Bingham, Sean Murphy, Mark Selby, and Ken Doherty. So I, I, I am kind of tempted to get the Stuart Bingham one, and you can get them in multiple size. Well, two sizes, medium or extra large. So oh, you need to get an extra large Bingham. A, a, an extra large Bingham is a twenty-six pound fifty-five. So worth every penny. I might mate. have to get that just to go with me two Stuart Bingham balls. <laughs> I mean, clearly. They approached Hendry and he went none. Yeah. He's a he's a glaring <laughs> omission from this list. Yes, yeah. And Ken Doherty's walk on music, apparently the Pogues, Irish Rover. Well some of these I recognise, like I know Selby uses Kasabian, I know, you know, Ronnie uses Oasis. I did not, I mean, because you can, you know, players change their walk-on music, but I don't think I've ever seen Stuart Bingham walk on to Eminem's Lose Yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has he, he ever done that? He did go through a phase of walking on to weird rap music, but so well, maybe he had, he, he had Stormzy. Storm, he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, that's grime, not rap. Joe Dennis Taylor. Mm. I want you to have a guess at his walk on music. Oh dear, Snooker Loopy. No. Oh. Um, I have no idea. Please release me by Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> I mean that, that I would expect that ahead of Galway Girl by Ed Sheeran. Oh my goodness! <laughs> is he from Galway? <laughs> I don't know, but do you do you know what his nickname is? I, d- I didn't think he had a nickname. I thought that was according to this, his nickname is the Bulldog. The Bulldog. Wow. I've never heard him called the Bulldog in my life. No. No, I've not either. Wait, but they don't all all have nicknames. Rhian Evans hasn't got one. (laughs) Why do some of them have nicknames and others don't? Yeah, uh, that's an odd one. And actually, Rhian Evans is the only one that's got a highest break on there. Which I wonder if, is that a way of going, ha, you, you didn't get a... You didn't get a 147 in... Oh, no, uh, Ken's got highest break on his, to be fair. That's what I want, Joe. With uh, my ultimate team cards, I want a bit of inconsistency. <laughs> well, exactly. I want to see how much uh, uh, extra large Mark Selby is. 26.55, there you go. But Dennis Taylor, his extra large, 35 quid. Why is it, Why is Dennis Taylor's extra large so much? I feel sure. really uncomfortable saying why is Dennis Taylor's extra large so much, but I've said it. You can create your own. You can create your own? Yeah, at the top, create your own. Oh. <gasps> oh, no, we've started something now. <laughs> we can possibly get a John Virgo one going. If enough people go on there and create a John Virgo one, they might start selling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Frequently asked questions. Here we go. Oh. There's no interesting ones, I'm afraid. I thought there might be a, why isn't there a John Virgo one? <laughs> Clearly you've not asked them enough, Joe. <laughs> so do you do you like these cards or do you think they're a bit naff? Or how do you feel about them, Joe? I think for the price of them, I think they are a bit naff, unfortunately. I think, I think they should all be signed, in a way, to make them a bit more attractive. I don't know why. Why would I want to spend thirty-five quid on a? It is, you know, it's it's a very cool bit of snooker merch. Hmm. But if they're going to do it, why not do it for more players? And well, I suppose also one of the issues is that with Ultimate Team, the whole idea is you build your own team yes. to you know get the best eleven players on the pitch you can. Whereas with snooker. You can't really build a team. Yeah. You could do a doubles team, I suppose. <laughs> but if you were trying to do... If me and you met up with all of our uh, <laughs> Ultimate Team snooker cards and tried to do a mixed doubles tournament, <laughs> it would be impossible because there's only one female player, so we couldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, we'd both have to share Rian Evans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess they're not meant as a actual thing to play. I think maybe because it comes from... I know a few people do get the uh, the custom Ultimate Team cards where they put their own face on it and they 
put that on their wall. So yeah, maybe yeah. it's more for that kind of presentation. Oh, I, 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 I definitely think it's more for the collector. I don't think it's meant to be a game. Mainly because there's no way to compare stats. Otherwise, Rian Evans would win everything. Apart from nickname, which he comes up against the Bulldog Dennis Taylor. But I thought I'd dredge that one up from the past. Mate, that's Had great. you ever think... seen those before, Tom? I don't think I had, you know. I don't think I have. So that's really... And I like the fact that now I can imagine Stuart Bingham rapidly along to lose yourself. <laughs> yes, and just you wait, Tom. In a future episode, I'll have the XL Stuart Bingham in the background. You better do. You've promised that now, Joe. Oh, no. Live on the podcast. Oh, no. And this is staying in the edit. I'm keeping it in. Oh, dear. You know what, Tom? While I'm here, let's just buy it. <laughs> Joe is buying a giant Stuart Bingham live on the podcast. It might never even come. I, I, I don't know how big this Stuart Bingham is going to be. This is, <laughs> this is quite... Hopefully 10 foot tall. <laughs> Hopefully I can recreate that moment that I, I had me photo with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, discount code. Should I try bingo balls or something like that? <laughs> I mean, what is what I do think is a shame, Joe, is that if they did rig it to give you the Rian Evans one, they were probably expecting you to review it on your well, YouTube channel. Funnily enough, I sent them a message and I said, "Look, I, I'm a snooker YouTuber. I'd be I'd be happy to promote your product, you know, and like because I can imagine a little advert of get your own ultimate snooker card like me." But they never got back to me. So wow, there you go. But yes, I thought you might enjoy that one. Tom. Yeah, I love it. And I especially love the fact you're buying an extra large Stuart Bingham. <laughs> yes, I don't really know why I'm doing this. The shipping is £8.82, so I'm a little bit worried that this is 10 foot tall. <laughs> is it going to be Bingham delivering it in person, coming I out of a bloody box? bloody well hope so for this price. <laughs> what am I doing? Thank you for your purchase. <laughs> What have I done? To be fair, it says uh, 59 by 37 centimetres. So it is two foot by by a, f- a bit more than a foot. So it's going to be it's going to be the size of. <laughs> oh, no, this is a disaster. Mate, you have to review it on your YouTube channel. So we can uh, see I am not it reviewing it on my YouTube. No, we, we can we can have it on the podcast. I will send a picture of it and splice <laughs> it over. What have I done? I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Well, I'm glad it's not me wasting my money on snooker stuff for once, frankly, Joe. Well, there you go. I mean, the things I do for this podcast. <laughs> Let us know down in the comments section if any of you have got an ultimate snooker card. Yeah, you can uh, meet up and play with Joe. Yeah, that's the only two stupid people that have bought one. I love how this section started with you going, yeah, they're all right, and it ended with you going, oh, I've just bought a a Stuart Bingham one. Yeah, I'm just a bit worried that now it's like two foot by by more than a foot. (laughs) It's it's going to be massive. I think I'm going to literally have to stick it on the wall. You see see where I'm pointing back there, Tom? I'm going to have to put it there, I think, to have it in the background. uh, display your Rian Evans one next to it. it well, Rian Evans has been next to the Kellogg's uh, Dennis Taylor to be fair. And I, I, I don't, you know, he's he's got quite fond of Rian, so I'm sure he has. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I don't know what you're trying to suggest about Rian Evans, Tom. No, it's more about Dennis Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dirty dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called him back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, where everybody thought they were talking about uh, Dennis Watts of EastEnders, mm. but actually it was Dennis Taylor. They were talking about. <laughs> the 2015 World Snooker Champion and 2020 Masters Champion. I'm honoured to join Get Close and Personal. So if you'd like a video message uh, to wish someone a happy birthday, uh, get well soon, or anniversary, or wedding, or, or just a simple shout out. Look us up on the Get Close and Personal website. Um, also, a new feature, you've got a one-on-one video call. So you can do a live video call with me. Uh, so if you want some advice on snooker, um, 
uh, routines or, or anything to do with snooker, as I say, look us up on the uh, Get Close and Personal website and hopefully speak to you soon. All the best. Cheers. Right, Joe, should we cue the music? Yeah, I'm excited. Well, Joe, I, I mentioned this to you <clears throat> last episode and mm. I was very surprised when you said you hadn't heard it. This is a song by a band called The Wave Pictures. Oh, here's a loving. Here's all. Hey, yep. <laughs> Maybe we should get you to sing this in Dennis's voice. Yeah, I'm not sure that's in my range. You ready to play it? Yeah, let's go. The masters in January. It was my birthday. She waved to me. He's a Is this Dennis singing? <laughs> it could be. Well, here's the Lovine. Hey, I mean. I have to say, there were a couple of laugh-out-loud moments, to its credit. I liked the line a lot about she was very sympathetic to Ding Zhongwei. <laughs> yeah. and she's too good for John and Steve, or something like that. I mean, that's undeniable, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I you know, it's it's a, a tongue-in-cheek song, I think is... Yes. Is, ...is worth saying. I don't think it's someone who actually is obsessed with Hazel, otherwise it would be a bit stalkery. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Speaking about an experience of where Hazel winked at him. Since... And this is a, a recent track. This is from last year. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, I oh, Do 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 I like it? That's the That's question. That's the question. I feel like I should like it. I feel like the quality of the song is probably a lot better than some of the stuff we've heard. But it doesn't sing to me as much as the Mark Selby snooker song. Wow. I'm afraid. I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's very catchy. I, I, it's just, yeah, I don't know. A, lo- a lot of the snooker songs we have enjoyed have been very positive and very, you know, upbeat and catchy. I'm not sure, you know, well, it wasn't not upbeat, but it was, it's just very standard, really. I know. What about you, Tom? Do you think it, it 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 captured Hazel's gravitas? I think she's deserving of a better song. Oh wow! I mean, this is going to be a. <laughs> We've burnt the bridges with this band, the Wave Pictures. The Wave Pictures. I. Yeah, I'm not. I am not sure about it either. I'm. Someone says to me, "Oh, they've done a song about Hazel Irvine." I go, "Okay, this will be this is exciting." I really like the bits about John and Steve. I like the bit about Ding Zhong Wei. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't uh, enough sort of snooker in needed, there. Was there? maybe it needed more silliness to it? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It felt like it was <laughs> half them being silly and half them trying to be really cool. Yes. Could you, Joe, as Dennis, say that Hazel winked at you? At the Masters. Hazel winked at me at the Masters. Hazel. (laughs) I went, Hazel, Hazel, you're looking good today. (laughs) And she gave me a little wink. Reminded me of Michaela Tab. (laughs) All those years ago. And that's where I got the nickname Dirty Den <laughs> and the Bulldog. <laughs> no, don't play the Bulldog in that sense. That's horrific. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean, for me, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold and I'm gonna give it a three. Wow! <laughs> Wowie! Cause, cause to be fair, I I never want to hear it again. Oh my word! Is that your lowest score yet? It may well be. It's down there with the Alex Higgins song. I think. <laughs> wow, wow! I didn't think we'd go to the depths of the Wanderer, but okay. I. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Because in my head, you say it, to me... It, yeah, it, it should be good. There's a song about Hazel <laughs> where there's a bit of a jokey thing where they say they, she winked at him and... <laughs> Called him Dirty Dan. No, that was I don't a know, maybe song. it's it's not got the um, the silliness that I'd want. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I, I think the whole... As I said, be, trying to be like a proper cool band and also sing about Hazel... I don't know what I make of this song, which I think means I can only give it a five. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's too contemporary to like. If you heard it, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily think it was a silly song. Which, of course, it is a silly song. It should be because it's about Hazel Irvin. Like, yeah, I don't know. A five and a three. My favorite snooker songs really make me smile. Yes. That doesn't really make me smile, just go. Eh. There's mm. a couple of bits that made me laugh. But... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't for those it would it would be a, a one, probably. Wow. For me. For me. Wowie. Right there we go, people. If you want to write a good song, clearly, because Joe gave them I gave Peter Ebden more than this. I like is that you would have given it a one but you gave it a three because it mentioned john and steve and ding <laughs> so clearly if there's a song out there which mentions 10 snooker players that's gonna get a 10 well there you go there you go that's how it works for me yeah <laughs> that's why snooker loopy is so high because it mentions uh potting the red screwing back for the yellow green brown blue pink and black talks about dennis taylor in there you know, that's that's how it's so high. Who would have thought, on paper, though, that you would prefer a song about Mark Selby than a song about Hazel? I know, I know. I, I feel dirty, almost. But uh, Dirty Joe. Dirty Joe. It doesn't quite ring as well as Dirty Den, though, does it? Dirty Hannard. <laughs> dirty Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> the, old, the old DT. Oh, dear. The Dirty yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I want to like it. I want to like it. Because it's about Hazel. And it's actually a well put together song. It's just a bit boring, unfortunately. Right, there we go, Joe. Another great podcast in the can. Did, did you have fun? Yes, I, I did. I thought we, uh, you know, the, the Q School names are always going to tickle us aren't they because we're just silly mm. like that but um and no disrespect to any of them it's all in good fun uh, i'm looking forward to seeing who gets on the tour obviously only eight spots this year so only two events uh i believe so well that's the thing because they announced it was 600 quid and i was going god that's way cheaper than the usual thousand but usually it's a thousand for free events so it's actually not even that much cheaper because there's less events yes yeah, yeah. But it is crazy that for the price of a PlayStation 5 and three games, you could uh, have a crack at Q-School. Or the price of a Stephen Hendry action figure. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I want to know is, if you win Q-School, do you get your deposit back? Oh, we'll have, we'll have to... Maybe, Joe, what we'll try and do is... We'll try and get one of the winners on to a, a future podcast and ask them. Well, let's just hope it's the Lincolnshire Sausage. Because we, we need to ask him why on earth he's called the Lincolnshire Sausage. So, Stephen, if you're listening, give us a call. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be rushing to the phone after, he will be. after that. He will be. And also, you've backed him. You, he was your first horse. In the mm-hmm. race, you you yep. know he knows that we're big fans, so massive fans, mate. I'll... And he's on Snooker Nineteen, so you know we can we, we can even play a tribute match to him or something. Oh, Stephen Hallworth versus Stephen Hallworth. We've got to do that then. We've got to do a, a Hallworth showdown. <laughs> or St- Stephen Hallworth versus David Lilly. It'll be like I, I don't know if you remember there was that match. I think it was called the match. Um, and it was Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson, and they played for something like $50 million. It was just on 18 holes of golf. That's where it'll be. Stephen Hallworth versus David Lilly. Winner takes it all. 18 frames. 
And uh, how much money are you putting up for this? Well, I've just spent 35 quid on Stuart Bingham, so <laughs> not that much. Maybe the winner gets the Stuart Bingham card. Yeah, it could be the, the Stuart Bingham Invitational. <laughs> yeah. Well, knowing Bingham, he turned up to play in it. He loves he goes everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's been great fun, Joe. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what that card looks like when it arrives. Yes, yeah. If it arrives. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we have to remember, that this... This company probably don't exist anymore, so... Well, I mean, they, they took your money, so we all say this could be a little experiment. Yes, yeah, so um, I paid via PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we should maybe say, uh, both me and Joe do have Patreon accounts, so if you really love the podcast and want to sign up to either of them, then that helps us fund the absolute <laughs> rubbish that we spend money on. Yes, absolutely throw your money at Tom. Don't throw it at me, throw it at Tom. He puts in all of the work for this podcast. I just turn up and don't even look pretty because we don't even have video on there. So it's just, I give him some impressions and I occasionally bring some stuff to make him laugh. But uh, throw your money at Tom, not me. And then he and then he can maybe perhaps buy the bedding set for him and his girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be absolutely thrilled with Yeah, that. we're having Steve Davis's balls on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Joe, you, you do turn up and you look beautiful without even trying, mate. Oh, so. Thanks, thanks. And that's just for me. I feel privileged. Yeah. yeah. Not many people get that. We'll catch you very, very soon. Uh, me and Joe are going to both rush off and head to the, the, the live snooker score website to spend hours watching our players and see if they can make it through. Yeah, as I say, Tom does all the work for this, so he's going to go and do that. I'm going to go and enjoy hitting some balls in the club. So, well, I'm going to force you to enter Q school one day, Joe. We're going to do it. You know what? If, if, if I keep playing regularly between now and next year, if I make my first century break before next summer, then I might think about it. With one with one century break under my belt. I think every podcast there's a bit where one of us goes, Oh, if this happens, we'll do something ridiculous. Yes, yeah. You never know, I might make a century today and I might go, Right, Tom, I meant I'm driving down to Q school now. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go and take up the place of Tam Mustafa. No <laughs> If you enter Q school and knock all of my choices out I'll be very disappointed <laughs> oh that's what I should do next year shouldn't I yeah. that's a motivation for me now to win this round of the podcast just go and beat them all no other reason accidentally turn pro yeah yeah. I, well turn down me to a card and go well actually it was just so I could win in in the podcast <laughs> the Suga Loopy podcast <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'd love someone just to turn it down and go, no, I don't want it, mate. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to prove I could beat everybody. That's the th <laughs> sort of thing Ronnie would do, isn't it? Ronnie would just turn up, beat everybody, and then go, nah, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks very much, everyone. We'll be back in June for a recap of how we've done with our Q School predictions. And Joe will be mm. showing off his giant Stuart Bingham friend. Fingers crossed, eh? Fingers crossed. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> <laughs>